As a business owner or web developer, you know what it's like to juggle all your responsibilities and your things to do. However, you're likely in the back of your mind worried about whether you've done everything you should be doing to protect your WordPress site. So in today's episode, we will discuss several critical but easy steps you can take to ensure your WordPress is protected. From simple things like your hosting provider to plugins you can use, we will break down the tech into simple steps that you can get into your routine or delegate to ensure that your WordPress is protected. Welcome to the e-commerce made easy podcast. I'm your host, Kiri Saunders. When we started this business, all I had was a couch, a laptop, and a nine-month-old. My main goal? To help others. Now, with over 20 years in the e-commerce building industry, and even more than that in web development, I have seen a lot. I love breaking down the hard tech into easily understandable bits to help others be successful in their online business. Whether you're a seasoned e-commerce veteran or just starting out, you've come to the right place. So sit back, relax, and let's dive into the world of e-commerce together. Welcome back to today's episode. So what we're going to be talking about today is protecting your WordPress site. We have all of our, pretty much all of our clients have a WordPress site, whether it's WordPress by itself or integrated into a shopping cart. So I felt like it was super important to go over how you can protect your WordPress site because you can do it in several simple steps. First off, we're going to be talking about using a WordPress security plugin. We have used for many years WordFence. That is one of the softwares that we install every time we create a WordPress site for a for any of our clients. So the great thing about WordFence is it auto updates and protects you um, across lots of things. And it will also let you know when your plugins are out of date, it protects you from brute force attacks, logins in the admin. So if there are too many failed logins, it automatically blocks those um, IP addresses from trying to log in again. So it's a great basic security method. Now, WordFence provides a free version, which is what we install by default. Some of our clients have opted to use their paid version as well. So the big difference between the free and the paid version is that the free version basically blocks attacks using basic tools. And But the one downside is it has a 30-day delay on firewall, firewall rules and malware signatures. So those are just indicators from the web and all of its research as far as to what places are a source of attack and what malware is out there trying to attack um, WordPress. So if you if your site's not super busy, it's probably fine to use their free version. Now, if you do have a very busy website that's a WordPress website, I would recommend at least the next step up, which is at this point in time, only $119 a year. So about $10 a month, super affordable, I believe. And it gives you real-time firewall rules, real-time malware signature blockings, country blocking, and over 40,000 malicious IP blocking with their dynamically updated IP block list. And that also includes premium customer support. So if your website is busier or you want a bit more insurance, I would recommend their paid version. Um, But like I said, we have lots of websites using the free version and it has successfully blocking malicious attacks to their website. All right, so next let's go to secure passwords. And I'm kind of excited to talk about this one because it can be kind of a fun topic to talk about because a lot of people think that their website passwords are secure when they're actually 
they might be secure for a human to guess their password, but for a computer, they're less secure than they think they are. So we know the basics probably. You need a mix of uppercase and lowercase letters. You might, you might want some numbers and some symbols in your passwords, but is that really enough? It actually turns out it is not if that is a short password. So we need to make sure that our passwords are sufficiently long. So you can use silly phrases to make it easy to remember, but hard for a computer to guess. So in our show notes, I'm going to um, point out this really fun XKCD comic that is all about password security. And it dates back, I should have looked up the date, but it's probably about, it's at least 10 years old, I think, this XKCD comic, because I remember it when we were at a previous location for BSIS Engineering, which is about 10 years ago. And it's a hilarious one, but it really puts across a great point. And XKCD, if you aren't familiar with it, is just basically, they describe themselves as a webcomic of romance, sarcasm, math, and language. It was created in 2005. If you've not heard of it and uh, you're a little bit techie, you're going to find it to be pretty funny. Okay, so in their example, they have a word called tribador. It's an uncommon word, right? So you would think it might be hard for a computer to figure out. Well, it is only, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, technically 10 characters, but in their example, they're missing one of the U's in it. And then they just added on the end of it ampersand three. So they used a zero for one of the O's in Troubadour and a four for the A and then an ampersand three at the end. So zeros are typically normal to replace for O's, the letter O, and fours are typical for people to use in replace of an A. So that's actually pretty easy for a computer to guess because it knows it's common substitutions in a dictionary word. And then the ampersand three is just something at the end. And the XKCD comic describes this as a hard word to remember for humans because, well, where which zero did you put in place of an O? Where, where did you do that? Where did you... What did you put at the end? What special character? What number did you put? So it might be a little bit hard for you as a user to remember it, but it's actually pretty easy for a computer to guess it. And the reason is the length of the password is only, let me count it, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. It's only 11 characters long. So in this situation, they go through all this math, which I won't bore you with, but basically it will take about three days for a computer guessing at a thousand times a second, which isn't hard for a computer, takes about three days to crack that password. Seems like a secure password, right? But it's really not. Something as silly as their example, which is correct horse battery staple as a password, is much better than that shorter, more complicated password. So let me repeat that again. Correct horse battery staple. Really weird, random set of four words, right? Each of those four words is more than five letters long. So we have quite the lengthy password. In this example, even though it doesn't have uppercase or lowercase or some special characters um, in it, it actually is going to take 550 years to guess it for a computer at a thousand guesses per second. That's quite the difference, right? So what you can do is use this silly comic to help you come up with passwords that will be harder to crack. So 
I will link in the show notes to the specific XKCD uh, comic. It's pretty funny and it's enjoyable. I always brings back great memories when I look at it because I still remember the day sitting in the office at BCS Engineering whenever this comic came out and we were we were laughing about it. It was really funny. So if you do something like this, three, four kind of longest words and then and nowadays, I would recommend some capital letters in there as well as some special characters at the end, something you can remember, but you want to have a long, nice, secure password. Okay, so something else you can do with WordPress now is it has built in two-factor authentication. So if you're not familiar with that, and you probably are already because that is being forced in many applications, it is a way to force you to have not only your password to log in, but also something else, whether that's your email that you get a specific code that you have to type in, whether it's a text message to your phone or an app notification to one of the secure multi-factor password authentication apps. So enabling two-factor authentication is super easy. It's just a checkbox under your username when you're in your WordPress admin and you can turn on two-factor authentication I totally recommend it, especially for those that have a more busy site. You do want to have at least a couple layers of security, and that would be one simple way to turn it on. There's another way you could do, but it's a little bit more techie, um, but the two-factor authentication would be um, super simple to do. All right, that was a really short topic because it's just simply turning that on and enabling it. All right, so next up is updates. Now, I have talked about this in previous podcast episodes, but one of the most important things you need to be doing to your WordPress site is updating it regularly. I highly recommend once a week at minimum. WordPress gets updated a lot as well. It says plugins that you use get updated pretty frequently. And it's pretty rare if I check a WordPress site every week to not find an update. There's almost always at least an update, if not three or four. So make sure you're logging in at least weekly, put it on your calendar or have it delegated to one of your employees and make sure they are updating your WordPress site regularly. It's pretty simple. It's just a click of a few buttons. Um, There are some situations when I recommend that you back it up, which I'll talk about a little bit later, Um, but updating it is super easy. And whenever you do update, our next point kind of blends in with this one is make sure you remove any unused themes or unused plugins. So take a look at the plugins and the themes that you have. I would probably do this one at least monthly and make sure that there isn't something that you have unused. And you also want to make sure that you don't have a plugin that is abandoned. So I've talked about this in a previous episode about what you need to be doing on your website regularly. And you want to make sure you don't have a plugin that is, like I said, abandoned. And what that means is it hasn't been updated by the developer for months. I would probably remove anything definitely that hasn't been updated in six months or more. But you really probably want to be looking at the three-month window. That it needs to be updated pretty regularly, whether that's at least every month. But somewhere beyond three months, if it's not been updated it might be abandoned by the developer and it's going to be vulnerable to security updates eventually because technology changes all the time and we find new vulnerabilities all the time. And if it's not regularly updated, then it's likely going to be vulnerable. Okay, so besides making sure you remove unused themes, plugins, or outdated ones, 
Next, we also want to make sure that you have a secure hosting provider. We've touched about this in other episodes, but I want to make sure that I bring this up again on this podcast episode because I realize you may not be listening to every single episode and it's super important. So what I mean by a secure hosting provider is you need to make sure you're with one that provides only secure connections to your website. What that means is you need to be using HTTPS for logging into your admin only. The website needs to be presented only in HTTPS. If somebody were to go to the website without HTTPS in front, it should automatically redirect them to HTTPS. And if you're not sure how to do that, you can contact us or your hosting provider, and they should be able to help you out there. Now, not only do you need to be able to accessing your WordPress admin and all your pages with HTTPS, you need all your other connections to the server in HTTPS, whether that's file transfers, so FTP, make sure you're using secure FTP, SFTP. And if your service provider, your hosting service provider has a cPanel, for example, make sure that is accessed via HTTPS. Also email. So any sort of connections to your server needs to be HTTPS. Otherwise you're giving hackers potential availability to snoop your service provider and your hosting service provider and just really pull out your username and password of various different areas without much trouble. So we want to make sure those are secure because that encrypts your username and password when you're talking to the server, whether that's via downloading files going into cPanel or logging into your WordPress admin. We want to make sure that is encrypted across the internet when it's coming back and forth between your server, your hosting server, and your browser when you're connecting to the site. So secure hosting provider is super important here. Okay, so we're going to talk about backups next. It's not quite something you might think of as a direct way to protect your WordPress site, but it is a way that if you were to get hacked, you can go back to previous backups of your WordPress site to a known good state before it was hacked. You can fix any vulnerabilities in it and then relaunch that website. So you want to make sure you have backups for several weeks prior to the current date. Um, I would recommend about three weeks, if not four. That way, again, like I said, if you do get hacked, you have a place to start. You're not starting completely from scratch and you can really work with your host, have them help you or have a developer help you figure out how you got hacked to begin with. That way you can fix it when you do restore that backup, you can fix that vulnerability. And I'll link in the show notes, we have recently created a blog post about exactly how you can back up your website. So you not only want to make sure your hosting company is backing it up, but it's a good idea for you, the website owner, to have backups as well. And we have a step-by-step process in our blog for that. Okay, so we're actually at the end of this episode. Not too hopefully hard for you guys to digest and act upon. So let's recap what we talked about. So first off, we want to make sure that we have a WordPress security plugin like WordFence in there. We want to make sure that you have something that's automatically blocking things in the middle of the night when you're sleeping, when your host hosting company might not be paying as much attention. And so something simple like WordFence free or WordFence premium would be highly recommended by us. 
You also need to make sure you're using secure passwords. Make sure your passwords are long in length. I'm talking like 15 or more characters long. Make sure they're not like eight characters. That's really easy for a computer to really brute force and hack right in. Make sure you turn on two-factor authentication. So a second way that it double checks that you are who you are so that you can log into your website. Also make sure you're updating your WordPress frequently. By frequently, I mean about once a week. Highly recommend putting it on your schedule. Tuesday mornings, update your WordPress site, for example. Or Thursday, pick a day and make it make it a habit. And then when you're updating, make sure you remove unused and outdated plugins. Pay attention to the last time the plugin was updated. You might actually have to go to the plugin page to see. Might be a little bit more work there than updating the site to begin with. But it is super important. We've seen people get hacked because they have an outdated plugin that hasn't been updated in months. All right, and make sure you're using a secure hosting provider with only secure connections to your website from everywhere from transferring files to email to connecting to cPanel or something similar to logging into your WordPress site. Make sure it's all using an SSL layer or HTTPS. So HTTPS would be what you would call it for when you're going to the website. And then SSL would be like more for email and things like that. So make sure that it uses an SSL, a secure connection. Okay, and last but not least, backups. Make sure your hosting provider is providing backups for you every three to four weeks. They need to have backups for at least that long. And make sure you're regularly backing up your site too in case something happens to your hosting provider's backups or you just need it for other reasons. So thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of e-commerce made easy podcast. I hope you really enjoyed it and you got some great tidbits on how to secure up your WordPress site. I would really appreciate it if you gave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. Be sure to subscribe if you're new to us and share this with a friend, somebody you also know who has WordPress, who could use our help in making sure that their site is protected because we're all in this together. See you guys next week. Join entrepreneurs and online business owners just like you in my free Facebook group, Website and Tech Tips for Online Business Owners, where we help break down the tech and hurdles online business owners encounter. You can promote your business anytime to our members. Tell us what you have going on, who you serve, and how can we hire you? You can ask tech or online business questions at any time. We are here to help you not be tech overwhelmed. You can make connections with other members that will lead to great business friendships, partnerships, and learning opportunities. We have monthly live trainings with tech tips, business tips, and online strategies you can implement to grow and scale your business. Simply go to ecommercemadeeasypodcast.com forward slash Facebook and answer the membership questions so we know you're a real warm-hearted online business owner. Again, that's ecommercemadeeasypodcast.com forward slash Facebook. See you there.